Cool, man. I love it. Is it good? <laughs> What's the name of the podcast? Three-way podcast. Okay. Like a three-way. Like a, <laughs> there's three mics. You know, well, yeah. But I'm like, okay, so I'm, I was thinking about a couple of names. I'm like, what would be more provocative? Like, because I want it to be kind of catchy. So I'm like, and he came up with it, actually. Because yeah. I'm the one with the twisted mind, but like, he came up with He's it. He's clearly the smart one. He's clearly the smartest one of all. Bro, it's crazy, man. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you can tell, but like, he, he's actually the younger one. Even though with the beard, he looks like he's older than brother. Yeah, but if you shave that off, you probably look like a fucking he, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's the white hair, man. It yeah. makes me look older. Yeah. Same. 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 <laughs> That's crazy. Everyone, so we have uh, Chuy Martinez joining us. Our right. first amazing yeah, show. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Is this the first one? This yes. Is, bro, you're the first. You're no literally way. the first. Yeah. I'm the fucking guinea pig? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well like, if we're going to do it, I want to do it right with, like, a pro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate yeah. you guys having me. This is awesome. Incredible. Thank you for being here, bro. Let's talk about uh, how do you start in this business, bro? Like when I know when you were young, you, yeah. when you were 16, I think? 16, I started radio. Wow. That's crazy, man. 16, I was 16 years old when a radio DJ by the name of Super Snake came to our high school. Wow. And um, I was, saw Was him. this in Arizona still? This was in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And he was on stage doing his thing and... I was looking and I was just like, okay, I could do that for the rest of my life and I would be happy. Yeah. Like I would do, I, I could do that. I don't care how much they pay me. I just want to do it. Yeah. So the, my city bus that I used to take to high school every day passed by the radio station, yeah. R92. And I would get off on that egg, on that stop. Yeah. I would get off so I could go and apply. So yeah. I applied at this radio station, maybe if not every day, every other day, every <laughs> Excuse so, me. Until they hired me. Wow. How long did that take? Uh, a couple months. Nice. But like months. every day you would apply. Almost every day, bro. Just, and just what, like drop applications? Yeah, and fill out applications. And the receptionist was sick of me. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. So uh, basically, you just have to be persistent. And uh, absolutely, if you really want it that much, you just have to keep on bothering people. I guess. That's in everything I do now, man. You just gotta be <laughs> persistent and work hard. Nice. And did you? But did you go like? Uh, did you take classes at, at all for like? Uh, I don't know. What you broadcasting? broadcasting? Yeah. No, brother. No. So nothing, nothing at all. None of that, man. Wow. Oh, wow. None of that. So when, when you went to college, what was the major? My major was business. Oh. I was a business major with an emphasis in marketing and advertising. That's actually going really good, like hand in hand. Thing, right. Right. It definitely. I use that every day. That's crazy. Every single day of my life. I and guess. that was Arizona again. Yeah, I went to high school and college out there. Wow. Nice. And then after that, I came back. To LA. To LA, yeah. Well, you're from uh, South LA, right? No, I'm from East LA. Oh. And I was born in Echo Park. Oh, yeah, wow. okay. Yeah, born and raised in Echo Park. Not born in Echo Park and raised in East LA. East LA, SGV area. So. How, how You were still young when you moved to Arizona? Yeah, we. it was right after the LA riots. So, yeah. like the National Guard. I don't know. Were you guys around in LA during the LA riots? Oh. How, how old are you? Also? 33. Okay, so you were probably... Was it like 85-ish? No, like around 90-some. Oh, then I was here, yeah. Here. I was in L.A. at that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, so it was like, it was 92. Well, it was, oh, well you were in Hollywood, you were in yeah, L.A. Yeah, I was, I was in Hollywood. <laughs> or you were in Hollywood, you yeah. saw, the, you definitely saw the flames, and you definitely saw the smoke in the sky. Honestly, I don't remember. You don't remember? No, man. Well, 90, was it 92? 92. No, I don't even remember. Bro. It's a nice like, little Armenian boy just running around. <laughs> the Hiding in the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we just we saw the we saw the Coast Guard, not the Coast Guard, but the but the 
but the just soldiers. There's a military involved. There was right? military because they were enforcing the the uh they were enforcing the curfews. So once the sun went down, if yeah. you were caught on the street, you were arrested immediately and like taken away. No wow. way. Yeah. So we saw like the National Guard, the National Guard, like driving through like yeah. with tanks and shit through our neighborhood. My mom was like, you know what? We need to get out of LA. Wow. We need a new fresh start. And then uh, we went from a pretty crazy neighborhood to an even worse neighborhood in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know how that's possible, but it's possible. Wow. Yeah. So we went there and I went to, I went from dealing with Mexican gangs in LA to just dealing with all kinds of gangs in Arizona. In Arizona. Wow. Yeah. It was nuts because the area that my great grandparents had been living in, it was cool. It was a great neighborhood in the 70s. And then crack was eventually introduced, like, in the 80s. So it just got bad, bro. Bad. So even, like, my next-door neighbor, like, the, the house next door was a crack house. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. It was nuts. I I, I made it out. I don't know how I'm here talking to you guys, but it, it, it happened. You know, it happened. And then, uh, yeah. And the only reason I wasn't messed with in that neighborhood was because my cousin, Carlos, was in that gang. Oh, wow. Man. So he was, like, kind of my protection. <laughs> yeah, bro. But see, the, you know what's the good thing about that? Like, you see, you have family that's involved, but like you still yeah. kept like you, you you once you found your passion, like you just went for that, and you didn't let anything like just stop you. You really just yeah. committed to it. Yeah, bro. I, I had to, I because I knew I didn't want that to be like the life I was gonna have forever and like my final like chapter. Like I knew that I I wanted better for myself. Yeah, and I wanted better for my family. And I wanted better because it was just me and my mom, you know. You, you don't have any siblings or anything. I have a half. I have half brother and half sister from my father. Oh, okay. That's it. But from my mother, I'm the only child. Oh, okay. So we, so it was just me and her, man. It's always been me and her. So, and now it's just now it's like I take care of her now, man. It's like she has no worries. She lives in L.A. too now. She, no, yeah? she 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 stayed in Arizona, bro. Oh. Yeah, she stayed in Arizona, and I I bought her a house, bought, paid off the rest of her house, and. She's living out there, bro. Nice. The rest of the five beautiful. cousins out there. And up, she likes the weather, though, isn't it? Like, bro, it's burning hot. It's those. burning hot, bro. But if you have a pool and AC, you're good, bro. That's the thing. Like, uh, my problem is with the AC is, like, I have a problem with keeping it on all the time. So, I yeah. think I love the peace and quiet or just getting away from this noise in California mm -hmm. with the traffic. Right. But I don't know if I could do the AC. I don't know if that's something I could keep on Yeah. almost all the time. I think you keep it on for a couple hours and okay. just, like, turn it off. Okay. Yeah, it just cools the house and you're good. And then when you go in the pool and you come back inside, you just you're good for a couple. Is the pool like a jacuzzi? When you no, bro. No? It's it's a little warm. It's a little warm, but, but it's, it's not it's too good. warm. It's still cool. Okay. Yeah, it's still cool. Last time I was when when did we go to Arizona? Like it's been a couple while. years ago. Yeah. Do you have family out there? We we did. So okay. well, my cousins' uh, relatives lived there. Okay. They had they had a house there. So we went to visit like I don't know five six years ago. Yeah. Bro, like I went, for, uh, we walked. So we parked in the parking lot, Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. Until we got walked or ran to the mall. Yeah. It was bad. It's like 120 yeah. degrees. It was humid. But I know. That's probably one of the hottest days. Like it was really bad. That right. Day. Yeah. It's pretty bad there. That's cr but it's you know what I like about it though. Like I don't know. I like the city a lot, but I the more it feels like you're in a suburb type of place or. Right. Like, it, it it's 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 an awesome place to be. It's an awesome place to live. I'm grateful that I spent my most formidable years, my teen years there. Yeah. Because if I would have spent my teen years in LA, my life would be a lot different, bro. Like I wouldn't, things wouldn't be the same. 
but I'm happy that I grew up there for the time that I did. Yeah. Because I got a lot of great life experiences, man. I learned a lot, not only about myself, but about what kind of human being I wanted to be. Yeah. And the people are great. The politics are a little fucked. It's it's very conservative. Yeah. Um, you know, it does feel like a giant suburbia. It didn't feel like that where I was from, but there's definitely pockets of that. And but yeah, like I said, it's a great place to visit. Do I see myself ever moving back? I could see myself raising my family there because I would love to raise my kids there, especially yeah. around, you know, my mom and my aunts and everyone. Oh, yeah. besides your mom, you have other family over there too. Oh yeah, yeah bro. Everybody, everybody from LA relocated over there. Oh at, wow. At one at one point. Yeah. But did they live like in the same city or? Yeah, so everybody's in Phoenix. Oh. Yeah, wow. my mom, my and my mom lives by the uh, Arizona Colonel Stadium. Like right oh, there. Oh, nice. Colorado. So yeah, she's. Didn't she, you guys go to? A Actually, the funny the part about this is I haven't been to a Dodgers game, <laughs> but I have been to a baseball game in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So the retractable roof. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. That was a really cool experience. But yeah. yeah I love that stadium. Next up is Dodger Stadium. <laughs> just yeah. uh, just so the Dodgers people won't be. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love that stadium. I actually went to the grand opening of Diamondback Stadium. Okay. I was there for, and I wasn't there for the the World Series win when they beat the Yankees, but I was in I was outside and it was nuts outside. Yeah. Like people were going crazy in downtown. That yeah, was nuts. <laughs> I remember that. It was fun. I feel like any any other state you go to for sport games or sporting events, uh, there's more like remember we, we okay, so we used to live in Cincinnati, Ohio for yeah. like Oh, he did for well, they're year. more supportive. Uh, well, of course, they have Okay, so on. we go to a, to a game. People are outside full, like right. the uh, what do you what do you? Well, they it? have their Tailgate. makeup and tailgate parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face painted, just yeah. all in the street. It's crazy. But like, yeah. I feel like in LA, I don't, you don't you see, see that. that you much. see it. You see it, but it's spread bit. out. It's, uh, yeah, he's right. It's spread out, but yeah. it's not like as as fanatical. Yeah, you know, because even the college <coughs> games, I feel like like college games, I feel like there was way more support over there. Right, well, that's the only two places. Well, the college game was, I would say, equally if not more powerful, like the um, Cincinnati. Wow. Yeah, Cincinnati is a huge campus. It was huge, bro. Yeah. Well, I, so we, I used to drive a shuttle, yeah. and I had, I, I drop off a couple of people over there. Yeah. And that's how I would see it. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Man. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a nice place. Like I, Ohio in general, it's a very nice place, but like. The diverse. Somewhat. The area we were staying, I would say, I hadn't. We had no problems. It was incredible. People yeah. were nice. But I'm sure if you go to the outskirts anywhere, you'll have yeah. uh, issues. The only thing that was like I didn't like about it, it's like flat land. Like right. you don't see mountains or anything. But like it had like all the seasons. Like yeah. when it was winter, it would snow. It was right. amazing. Fall, the leaves would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> but like, the only thing is like when you grow up in LA or California and you know everybody over here, it's hard to go to another state. It's your friends. It's your family. Yeah. You're spoiled, bro. It's we bad. have everything here, bro. It's bad. We have everything. Here, yeah, man. How did you? How did you end? How did you end up in Cincinnati? Okay, so, <laughs> all right. So we're living in uh, in the valley at that time. So we we as a family we were like, you know what? Let's uh, let's just try something. We just new. want to change. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and what you guys? We had we had family out there. Yeah, that's so why we kind of yeah okay. we had we had a relative out there, and then uh, we're like, yeah. you know what? Let's try it. So right. we moved out there. Big move. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I stayed there for like eight months. I loved it. But the problem was like I'm I wasn't as social as I am now, so I was just to myself and yeah. He's still not social. Yeah, I'm not I, as remember, social. I remember when I barely met him in acting class. 
Alex. You're kind of quiet. Yeah. <laughs> you get to know him. He just fucking opens up. Yeah. It's great. It's Thank great. You, yeah. Yeah. But it's so. But I all I did was work. Like yeah. over there, all I did was work. And my brother, when he was younger, he was really shy. Yeah. Really shy. You but then when he moved there, he's he has poker buddies. He goes and plays poker. I'm, I'm and I'm believe I'm just, all I do is just work and come right, work right, and come. Right, right, right. He's out drinking, going to bars. Well, that's and... what gets you on the shy. Basically, <laughs> right. start opening up. And... Right. But uh, so yeah, we we stayed there for a while, and then I'm like, you know what? Because uh, I still pursue, wanted to pursue acting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I can't do it from Ohio. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, I had to come back to LA pretty much. Right. So I I I came back to LA. My brother stayed there for a couple of months yeah. more, and then he, okay. they moved back. And then how yeah. does a shy guy end up wanting to be an actor? <laughs> Bro, okay, so <coughs> how does that happen? Well, when so when we were younger, like we'd we'd watch movies, TV yeah. shows, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. all types. Like it could be horror. Like we watched a lot of horror movies growing up. That's though, your like, favorite genre. And when we were, when I was younger, horror I would love it like Jason, mm-hmm. like Friday Thirteenth, right. uh, Halloween, Freddy Krueger. Um, there's oh. I gotta mention this one movie. I, it's not really like a horror. I'm not even sure. Have you heard of it? It's uh, When a Stranger Calls Back. Yes. Bro, oh the second one. Oh my god. Bro, I watched that. I didn't see the second one. No, that, I didn't see the second one. Okay, so When a Stranger Calls, yeah. the original one. Like I think right. it was in the yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the second the one. The second one. Okay, I was a kid. I'm I'm sitting and watching it, and I'm just red in the face. Right. And I, let me tell you what scene. The second one. No. Just second. say it. I'm just okay. saying, bro. Okay. So uh, <laughs> there's this guy who's following the, that woman, okay. and uh, he would like do crazy shit. Like he was in his apartment, her apartment. He he painted himself as the wall, and he he would just watch her, whatever she would do, Jesus. and mess with her. Just I'm like, it was just like it was not a horror, but like right. just a. I don't know. It was crazy. It was, it was a sociopath. It was a circular. It's not that yeah. sci-fi. Have yeah. you seen it? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I had to buy the DVD. But I, I bought the DVD just because like, it was one of the only... I've watched all those horror movies. That was the only one that really scared me when I was young. You got to let me borrow that. 100%. Yeah. Done. It's it's or amazing. Just, I, I'll go to Amazon and buy it. No, <laughs> uh, bro. I got you. Don't worry. It, you. It's it's amazing. It's oh, really good. I, and I honestly like... So that's your favorite horror film of all time? The one that I think scared me and left a mark on me was that one. Okay. Yeah. What about you? As far as a uh, favorite horror movie, I would say Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock. Nice. Going back into classics. I love that. It's yep. it's incredible. The reason why I like those classic films so much is like it's so basic. The, the there's not too many twists, but it's so excellent. Like the talent is there. Like I don't know uh, something about those classic films just really have a place in my heart. It's something that's it, it's 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 the simplicity that makes it creepy. Yeah, where it's not like so much CGI. Yeah, it's not like fake, you know, computer graphics. Yeah. it's just like you know, Rob, it's bit. just like corn syrup that yeah. Alfred Hitchcock was like throwing into the, you know, yeah. and throwing into the shower <laughs> in the stabbing scene. You know, it's like all like food coloring, like stuff like that. I just that just takes a great imagination. Oh yeah, and oh, I man. just love that. You know, I love that. Hundred percent. Even yeah. even his uh, birds movie. I love the birds movie a lot. Yes. It was, well, we could go all day. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen the rope. The rope. Yeah, basically, the it takes place in one setting. It's in a house, yeah, uh, pretty much. And again, it's Hitchcock. I recommend you watch that movie. Yeah. It was just the inc- rope. Yeah, it was incredible. What's it about? 
it's uh, it's basically uh, I don't want to mess mess up the whole thing fine, for you, but um, what I loved about it is basically three guys and two of the guys get rid of this guy, kill him and keep him, hide him in the apartment right. while they have guests over, mm. and it's just the whole uh, twist about it, it covering like, it up. It's a cover up. Sounds like a take on like Weekend at Bernie's or something. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the comedy take on it. That's funny. So Chewy, you did mention about acting class, or uh, yeah, man. is that something you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, that, acting. To be honest with you, bro, acting is the only thing I've ever wanted. To do. Okay, it's the only thing I've ever wanted to do in my life. But I couldn't take the traditional route, you know, it's like because I didn't have the means. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have the I didn't have the contacts to just like I'm gonna be an actor. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I even took I took a I took a drama class when I was like eight years old oh. at East LA College. Wow! I, told, I begged my mom. I was like, "Mom, please." Is that dr- like a drama class or like a theater type? Of- it was a drama class. Wow. It, was like, it was like we were doing crazy stuff. It was fun. I was eight <laughs> years old. I was the youngest person in the room, wow. youngest person in the classroom. And I would tell I told I begged my mom. I was like, "Mom, please let me take this class." She's like, "All right, cool." So she would like I would take this class every Saturday. She'd drop me off during the summer. She'd yeah. drop me off, and I take this class. I took this class for like seven seven weeks, seven seven Saturdays, mm-hmm. and it was just like this is what I want to do, man. Nice. And then I was it's so funny because you know then I was like in West Side Story when I was like nine ten years old. That's funny. It's <laughs> hilarious, and I just and I just auditioned for the oh. Steven Spielberg film, so it's just crazy. West Side Story. West Side wow, audition yeah. for it. So let's see what happens with that. And but yeah, that's the only thing I've ever wanted to do, man. So it's like, how was how, what was going to be my in? What was going to be my into the industry? I always viewed radio. Nice radio. Radio got me to the red carpets. Radio got me to these press days. Radio got me into in front of these people. I needed to be you know, friends with, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've interviewed every director. I've interviewed a bunch of producers. I was going to say, a like, bunch of writers. You, you, I've, I've seen a, a couple of your interviews, like, <clears throat> with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and, man. Uh, Everybody, bro. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, everybody. man. Mila, Mila Kunis. Mila, oh, that one? Yeah. Was that the one that you, uh, you had the root beer or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of them, yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's, but that was my end, man. Well, your personality, like, you have the voice, you're that character. You have a, you have a presence. But you're, you're right about the... The business, like uh, the way I started, was uh, well. I initially want to be a writer and director. That's awesome. But uh, I knew I I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any network. So right. what the, what do I have to do? I started doing free work. Then I started getting paid uh, production assistant work uh, as a freelancer on and off. And that's a good thing. That's like one way to get in the door if you don't know anyone. Right. And of course, you you have to talk to people. You have to show that you're capable. Right. And you have to prove to them. So that ultimately leads to more work. Right. But you have to get in the door that way cuz like I feel like as a writer you have to be established to really do something or else you're not going to get work as a writer in that sense. Right. It's like you you either need to be established or you need to be from you need to have like that co-sign from a person yeah. Yeah. or you need to be like a part of a legacy or something. Yep. And to be honest with you a lot of a lot of brown people and middle easterns don't have that. When yeah. it comes down to it, yeah. Hollywood is still very 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 segregated and finally some inclusion is happening, but you know we don't have a lot of we're not blessed like that many times. Yeah. You know, so we gotta take the untraditional, you know, routes to get in there. Definitely the harder way. De- definitely the harder way. Yeah. Definitely the harder. Not to say that every white person has like a no. silver spoon in their mouth. Yeah. But they've they're a lot of them do get hooked up. You know, so <laughs> Or if you have family in the business which yeah, would make bro. it a lot more easier. Yeah, like those one time I was like interning with like the like the head of the studio. I was like, Really? You don't need you don't need to be here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I get out of your life is already like kind of set up for you. You're set. I'm over here busting my ass. (laughs) So, yeah. 
Well, I remember you uh, when we had acting class, man. Like that was fun. It was really fun, yeah. especially like in the beginning, bro. You're really amazing, though. Thanks, uh, and not it's not even just like the the voice part. Like you were right. like you're emotionally in the moment. Like I see it. Like for me, the hardest thing still now is like to like really open up and like even like if you have to tear up or cry. Right, right. I remember that scene uh, at the rooftop one. Oh, the stand in the liver, bro. That that was really just powerful, man. Like yeah. honestly, I'm like. I should, I should, I have to see you on TV. Like, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, a, you were just, you're really good, bro. Thanks, bro. Thank I didn't, you. I don't even think, like, honestly, when you, like, the classes part, it's good practice, but, like, you're. Well, you always need the classes to stay warmed up <clears> to say. It's good to be, it's good to take classes. It's good to take classes. You know, shit, I've been, I, I've been in, I've been in scene study classes where, like, fucking Denzel Washington will show up. Wow. Or, like, Whoa. Angela Bassett will show up. Like that's like okay. I was like okay. If they're here, I need to shut the fuck up and keep and going to it. class and get better. Yeah. Because if they if they can take the time, and they're humble enough to be like, you know what, I need to yeah. like I need to take a class. It's it's, it's def- awesome. Yeah, it's definitely a lifetime commitment. You can't just say, oh, uh, I took this classes, I paid the dues, and now uh, right. I'm an actor. I don't have to right. do any acting Is classes or anything. That class that you're talking about was it uh, the cold reading one that you're talking? Yeah, about? it was yeah. it was Brian Reese. Brian Reese. It's pretty awesome. Interesting. And then I, I met Angela Bassett at a poetry slam, and wow. I, did, I did some poetry, and then she got up and did a poem, and people like fucking lost their mind because they introduced her. They're like, "Okay, we have a guest, you know, da da da, make some noise for Angela Bassett." And we're like, "How I got like people lost their mind?" <laughs> and she went <laughs> up and did a poem. It was cool. It was great. What, was that in L.A. too? It was or? in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. man, that's poetry crazy. lounge on Fairfax. Wow. Every Tuesday they'd have like these big old like. You just sign up, or you just random? You go. You and... just go get there early and put your name on the list, and that's it. Wow. You need to go do a poem, motherfucker. I think I need to, bro. You I need sure, to bro. do more stuff like that just to, know, to get out there. Open up, man. I, you know I, what, it, what his problem is? He, he's a good actor, but he, he for some reason he he has to warm up. Like, it takes some time to get into that moment. Yeah. And I'm sure that happens to everyone. It's a lot of us. It happens to me. You just need it, but you have to, I don't know, you have to let go. I think that's the biggest thing because I'm not an actor. Right. And uh, I recently signed with agency, but... Before that, excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Fucking big, big time over here. <laughs> Not to brag about it, but <laughs> that's awesome. That's and great. the funny thing was, I, I was basically submitting myself with Actors Access and Nelly casting all this stuff. Right. And I would get auditions, and when, what I would do is obviously see if I really fit that description, right. And submit it. But your it, your skill made a big difference. But what what's my skill? You're a chef or technically in the culinary arts. Yeah, but like the the commercial I booked had nothing to do with the culinary industry, which I am gonna admit that having you were a chef? No, I have been on auditions as a chef. You you finished school in culinary oh, yeah. arts. Well yeah. But yeah. Thank, yeah. Thank yeah. You. He, he he got it. You're a chef. <laughs> he hates admitting that, man. I don't I'm, know why. I'm retired. That's, a, that's amazing though. It's incredible. I, I remember when I first started, uh, I've I've worked for many years, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I worked for many years. But uh the thing that got me was, I don't know, these private schools in L.A., it's so expensive and it really yeah. ruins the students. That's kind of the problem I had. And uh, some of these private schools, not all, make like false promises where, uh, oh, you're going to graduate out of school, make this much. I was making minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Like, was it $9 and an hour? Of course, you have to pay your dues, but it's one of those industries where you don't have to go to school for it. Right. You can if you want to. It'll right. give you better education, of course. I'm not going to deny that. Right. But you start from the bottom and you work your way up. I went to three interviews for Hollywood Highland, they, Wolfgang Puck, and they do the Oscars. Back then, I don't know what it is now, but I found out their cooks were making 10 bucks around there, something an hour. Wow. And wow. of course, uh, it's not fair to say that, but like 
if sous chef is better, and if you're the chef, you're the main guy running the kitchen. Right. So if you're the, one of the bottom line cooks, you're really not making much. You're making mm-hmm. minimum wage. So I loved it. The passion is Did there. Did you do catering for a production company too? Yeah. Uh, it was like a one-day thing, actually. Uh, you did one day. One day. <laughs> like, you know, you're like, I'm out of here. It was like, no, it was a lot of work. I'm not going to deny uh, no, it. I, I've seen it. But I these know. guys, it's mostly seasonal. They would come on when the pilots were coming up for like TV and that's when they get all these contracts and like cook for them and do all this stuff. But uh, it was more of a seasonal thing. I was the new guy and right. they had, it's pretty much, the money was great. I, I believe it was like two, $300 or something like that for a day. Sure. Of course, you work like maybe 13 hours, but it was nothing serious. Right. You're cooking, you're doing something like it. But you're on set, you get to interact with like actors. I mean, it, right. it's cool. If yeah. You do and you do. Not really. You get to say like, hi, what would you like? Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's it. I don't know this interaction. But yeah, yeah, it's like you're you're it's not like you're, it's not like you're having lunch with the director. Like, hey, so how are you doing? You know, like, you're in a truck. You're fucking sweating your ass off. That's true. What's your specialty, bro? Like, what do you? My specialty is pizzas. Really? And I I have worked with different ovens. Like, uh, when we were on Ohio, you make some unique salads, though. When uh I was in Cincinnati, I worked for this restaurant, and basically it was wood fired. Okay. So you control the heat. Yeah. You would throw like the wood in there and yeah. make sure it's at a certain 600 degrees. And, of course, it makes the pizzas different. But I have worked in many different places. I worked at Wolfgang Puck to Go and, uh, wow, Gelson's uh, Market. Okay. And their pizza is great. It's, their food is great. Um, so, yeah, a lot of pizza joints. Pizza. Yeah. Didn't you? Uh, so he he was working one day and he calls me. He's like, "Yeah, Steve Carell came because they sell raw pi- raw pizza, oh, though, yeah. right? So he basically bought raw pizza, though. When uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin just came out. So that was oh, way back. Yeah. That was like 2005? It was, was it was it? 2005 yeah. or 2004. And he, yeah. he, he was a nice guy. Very humble. Like, yeah. I talked about the movie. He didn't, like, brush me away. Yeah, he didn't brush me away. Yeah, that's like, like that. that was his first big film. Yeah. That was his first leading. Did he do anything ma- that, like major? That, no, right? No, that was, like, that was his first leading role. Wow. In a big in a big movie. That, and was that, that Judd Apatow, too? Yeah, that it movie was. blew up. It's like a cult classic now. Yeah, it was a massive hit. And I remember, I remember at the time I was around that time. I took a break because I had left a radio, and I was working in the agency world for a little while. And they just launched this radio, a new another radio station. Oh. And I was like kind of waiting for my time to get in there. Yeah. So I was doing like a, lo- a bunch of marketing and uh, uh, PR for the studios. Oh, nice. And they didn't know what to do with Forty Year Old Virgin. They didn't know how to market it. Wow. Oh, you're were, part of that? <laughs> yeah. Well, for the Latin side. Oh, so people wow. were people were worried. People were worried that this movie was going to flop. And yeah. I told them it was a huge, like, I'll never forget. It was like a huge conference room. Everybody was sitting there. We had, like, some studio, like, executives there. We had everybody from the agency that I worked yeah. for. They were like, this movie, we're, we're worried. I was just like, you guys do not be worried. But, this, but was that before they released it? or before they released oh, okay. it. I was like, don't be worried, yeah. you guys. This movie's going to make a lot of money. And it blew up. And everybody kind of looked at it like, okay, Chewie. I think I've seen that movie like maybe 15 times and like it's still watchable. Like you don't get tired of it. Right. It's really it's, good. And, and it's funny because you'll always find something new. Yeah. It's one of those movies where you'll always find something new. Like, oh my God, I never a noticed reaction that. A reaction. Yeah, right. man. Like one time, I swear it happened to me. I was watching a movie. I'm like, I've seen this a whole bunch of times. I'm like, I felt like, you know, when uh, it's like a director's cut or something like they have extra scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, uh, when I caught the scene, I'm like, I don't even remember this watching it before. You know, it's... Caffeine makes me sleepy. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Swear to God. So, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put it over there. It's crazy. It's, it's the opposite. It has a reverse on it. That's it's crazy, fucking, man. I'm so, yeah, yeah, I need to stop. Yeah. I, I, that happened to me, though. I, I, when I used to drink coffee at night, 
It would just put me to sleep. Yeah, right. night. And I, I don't know. That's crazy, though. It's yeah, like, my, my girlfriend's like, don't drink coffee. Like, when we started barely dating, you better not drink coffee. You're not going to be barely, you're not going to be able to go to sleep. And I'm like, <laughs> I would, like, drink coffee and knock out. She's like, I don't get it. And I was just like, I told you, girl. Are, are you, let me ask you a question. So, uh, when you go watch movies, do you do you stay awake through the whole movie? Oh, or yeah. Do you, do you knock? Like, you get it? It depends. It depends. I, I'm not going to say the name of the film. Because, <laughs> because yeah. Um, but... There was a recently there was a screening for a movie I covered, um, and I fell asleep watching the film almost three times. I, I fell I fell asleep <laughs> twice, but then I caught like kind of caught myself the third yeah. time and like had to get up and walk around like in the lobby. It was it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I can't say the name of the movie, but it was bad. But did you drink coffee again before that or no? Um, did I possibly? Yeah, but it was just just bad, all bad. <laughs> That's crazy though. Wow. Yeah, man. So no caffeine for me. I <laughs> if I want to stay awake, I stay. And I don't, and I don't drink. So it's just like yeah. No, no alcohol. No. no, a little bit, a little bit of wine. Yeah. Okay. Every once in a while, like in a blue moon, like we're at a wedding or something, I'll have a little bit of wine. Lately, I've been doing the same, bro. Like I, I used to drink like tequila and whiskey. Yeah. Now it's like just like, wine. I yeah. Think. I don't know why. I, yeah. Well, your body can't take anymore. That's yeah. One of the that's biggest right. And it ages you. It makes you look haggard. That's true. A little, little bit of wine every once in a while, like a family yeah. dinner. That's fun. I like that. I like, I like it, yeah, with like steak or whatever. It just goes good with food, like a glass, nothing to drink. Yeah, well, you don't have to eat, for you, but it's right, right. Chilling, you're just enjoying the moment. Right. Reading a newspaper. Totally. Do you have any any like uh, particular vices that you have or? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a vice of mine was I was addicted to strip clubs at one point. And I needed to nip that in the butt and stop because that's a, it's a fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact time with Chewy Martinez. I worked at a strip club oh. for a brief second because I had, I had when I moved back to Los Angeles, I really didn't have a job. I didn't have a place to stay, yeah. so I slept in my car for a couple of weeks, which wow. sucked. But but my car, I, I accumulated a lot of parking tickets. And it was the first time I'd ever like received a park. I was like, what the fuck is it? It's yeah. a parking ticket. And before I knew it, I had accumulated like thousands of dollars worth of parking Jeez, tickets no. because I failed to pay them and they like quadrupled. Oh, I felt wow. to, like they just kept accumulating. It's <coughs> you know what? It's the biggest problem I would say in LA. Mm-hmm. I I love the whole generator, like Hollywood, the whole mm-hmm. LA, permit parking zones, but, and uh, it is disgusting. Like if your commute yeah. is not far, walk two miles. Walk, but don't park. Like it's just I went. It's bad. I remember going on an audition. Uh, not, not to brag again. This guy, <laughs> this guy went on a <laughs> and I got a ticket, and I didn't get that role. But it's right. part of the game. But like, just getting a ticket everywhere you go, and just it's, yeah. I don't know. It's well, very let's disgusting. Get, let's get back to the strip club story. Strip club. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back. Your brother was telling a story. I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> um, but yeah, but my one of my good friends was uh, he was managing a strip club. Uh, actually, Deja Vu in North Hollywood. The, oh, is it the one on Coldwater? Like Showman Way in Coldwater. Yeah, it's oh, right here. Oh, yeah. man. So okay. my buddy was managing it, and I was like, yo, dude, I need a gig, bro. I need a gig, like, ASAP. I was working already in radio, but yeah. I, I needed more money. So I was like, dude, I need a gig. He's like, cool, man. Just work here. Just work security. I was like, cool. I'll work security. Yeah. So I worked security, and I was able to do that job for a couple months, and I made, like, three, four grand. Like, like, like a two, month? Like, two, like a month and a half. That's not bad. It's not bad. So... I owed like two grand for tickets. Wow. So I paid that off and then like with the rest of the money I kinda chilled out. But it was it was an interesting I was there for two months, two, three months. It was an interesting time working there. 
Was it like just uh, what would, like? Did you deal with a lot of like just dumb people? Oh, or? drama, bro! I broke yeah. up so many fights. Yeah, you know, girls on drugs. Oh, a lot of strippers on drugs. Oh, oh, the uh, actual strippers, the and dancers, bro. No. The dancers, yeah, the dancers have issues. Like, most of them, I'm not gonna say all of them, but there's some girls. You know, like any job, have some issues. Yeah, oh yeah. And yeah. it was fun, man. Saw a lot of celebrities over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, saw a lot of celebrities blowing a lot of money. Wow, you know, it was it was a it was a great time. You know, a lot of girls flirting with you, want to take you out. Like girls would, girls would take the guy, like ask the guy, the guys that work there. Yeah, they'd ask us out. Like it was nuts. That's crazy. That sounds fun. <laughs> it was a crazy time. So do you have a referral inside? <laughs> job. You do not want to work there, my friend. That shit was crazy. Dude. That shit was nuts. Did you do also? Um, some were you like a host or on like a wrestling show or also or no never no no that's okay. another chewy <laughs> the wrestler that's a, that's another chewy I so so on your IMDb I, saw, I know I, that's crazy. I know on my IMDb it says I was like in a cage match or something yeah I'm like I was like that wasn't me like, I didn't know I mean chewy, chewy you're, right. you're big I'm like I'm sure right probably did wrestle I did wrestle in high school but no <laughs> not like not like that oh okay it's a different chewy I'm trying to get that shit off of my IMDb that's crazy I'm man. not a cage fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking teddy bear. So you did your, re- you did do your <laughs> you research. You did do your research. Oh, oh, You've been stalking my IMDb page. <laughs> but yeah, that is not me. That's another Chewy Martinez, like in Texas or something. And it's so funny because I get tagged on some of his pictures or Are something. Like, no I get ta- Yeah, I get tagged. Like I get tagged on like uh, wrestling match. Does flyers. he look like you or just? No, bro, nothing like me. It was just like it's so funny. That's crazy. I'm just like, every Mexican does not look alike. Right? <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I didn't mean it. Yeah, you know no, I mean. okay. So, okay <laughs> That's hilarious. That's crazy. Oh, yes. man. So, hey, you have any like upcoming projects that you're working on? Like, uh... um, I've got some TV shows in the works right now. <coughs> I've got some TV shows in the works right now that I'm hosting. Nice. And co-producing. Nice. Um, Tons of auditions. That's good, man. That's my main thing right now, bro. I'm like, I need to be, I need to be in some movies, man. I need to be in some TV shows, like. Hundred percent, man. You know, it's like you. I've been doing this for a while. I've, I've really, I've really taken the acting thing serious. I've really been taking the acting thing serious for maybe like a, two years now. Like it's really like, you know what? I really love doing this. Let me just do it. Like, yeah, make couple, like the last couple of years. Yeah, last couple of years I've really been serious about it. You know, that's why I took the class. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I really try to get back into it. I just I have a I have a thick skin, but I I don't like rejection. <laughs> I hate yeah. rejection. Yeah. So you know you just have to be prepared for that and yeah. getting rejected over and over and over and over, especially when you put in the work for an audition. Yeah. It's it's draining, man. It That's why I had to take a break from the last time I was really taking acting seriously. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? I just have to fucking hang like chill the fuck out for a and little try bit. Try to focus and get your mind refocus right. on other things, okay. man. You know, refocus on other things like my family, myself, my yeah. health, you know, my radio career, my TV hosting career. You know, those are great. Yeah. I really want to act though, but when it's like it's like that girl you have a crush on that just keeps telling you no, you want to ask her on a date. You're like, can we date? You're like, she's like, no. It's just like that rejection. Like, fuck. Like, what's like, what's wrong with me? No, hundred percent. So, you know, going to class and getting better, and you know, seeing people like you in class, like you motivate me. So it's like, and the opposite. Bro. Like yeah. I'm telling you, like your performances. Like honestly, like when you when you did it, like I thought you, it was just. You looked like you're a regular actor. Like you were yeah. very natural. You were in the moment. Like Thanks, you, man. you could really see it. I'm, I'm I remember talking to you afterwards. I'm like, wow. 
Yeah, bro. Thank you. Bro. No, it was really good, man. I, I I feel like you should definitely do it, bro. It's yeah. And you have a look. You have you you have the look. I think you, your true. voice is crazy, bro. Like you you yeah. know for radio, it's it's it, in general you have a very commanding voice, Thank like you. a very big presence. I'm trying, brother. No, hundred percent. I'm trying, man. It's tough, but I'm trying. And yeah, definitely. It's not a. Uh, it's not something that happens overnight. That's one thing I realized no. when I first started in oh the business. God. But uh, you just have to pay your dues. And some of these actors you see right now that are successful, and people look at them, wow, like they're they're making all these top dollars. They're doing all this right, stuff. Right. Some of these guys you actually struggle for like twenty day to years day, to yeah. reach where they're at. Right. Right. Like, what, let's name some actors that have like. Sh- like a George Clooney, yeah, that got success later in life. You know, he started popping like in his mid thirties, wasn't he? Like a shoe salesman or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. You know, a lot of people say like, "Oh, Rosemary Clooney was his aunt, and he lived in he lived in her mansion, slept on the couch or whatever while he yeah. was trying to make it as an actor." Which the fucking help? That's nice, yeah, of course, <laughs> to have a superstar aunt like that. But you know, he 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 worked his ass off to get to where he is. Look at Viola Davis. Viola Davis has been doing it forever, but like now, like maybe what in the reason, maybe like since the she's help, amazing, she's, she's amazing. amazing. Maybe bro, I mean yeah. like the last eight nine years, that's yeah. when Viola Davis is like finally started popping. Wow. It was like her late thirties. Like come on, you, you had know? A, did you you had an interview with her right? With who? Uh, Viola Davis. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've interviewed Viola. She's awesome. I love her. She's so cool. What do you what do you perform more when you do your uh, red carpet like shows or yeah. or like when you actually have the one on one like the red carpets. To me, people always ask me, Chewie, why do you still do why why do you still do red carpets? Yeah. Red carpets keep me sharp. Red carpets are like practice for me. What they, I for the for the sit downs. Ah, uh, I see. It just makes me better. Like it keeps if, you on your toes. Yeah, I was gonna say keep you Because you you're at a red carpet, people everywhere, you know, fucking cameras flashing. Yeah. You got camera crews there. They're just bringing you actors. Walking by, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, interview, boom, boom, boom. But I'm sure it, it's just like does taking it get, swings, like, tough man. Just dealing with, like, is it a lot of ego? I'm sure there's a lot of egos. There's but, egos, but yeah. you can't say everyone has an ego. Not everyone. There's yeah. some ego there, but fuck you. I don't care. No, I talk no, to everybody no. the same, bro. I don't no. care who the fuck you see my interviews. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I'm gonna talk to you like you're my buddy that's sitting across from me. Yeah. I think that's that's what I pride myself on. That's like the art that yeah. I like to think that I, the my kind of thing is yeah. when I have an interview. I really just talk to them like they're normal people, and I think they appreciate that. I'm sure because they don't really get that going from. Fuck no. no. People, can you imagine like a celebrity just like getting interviewed like for ten, like eight hours straight about their film that's coming out? Can you imagine just the, the same shit, they, the same questions yeah, over non-stop. and over? I would shoot myself. Oh, yeah. So when somebody like me sits down, we're like, hey, what's going on? They're just <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. This is going to be fucking great. Down yeah. there. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? Like, you know, like Mark Wahlberg told me, like, yo, man, you stay all day, bro. To hear an actor like Mark Wahlberg tell me that, that's like, okay, I'm doing something good. No, 100%. <laughs> that's crazy. Was that for, was that for, I remember the, the one of the ones I saw was for Ted, I think, right? Yeah, maybe Ted. Ted, uh, Ted too. Tattoo. Nice. Was yeah. was uh, Milas for for Ted also? What or? was Milas for? I've interviewed Mila like twenty times, bro. That's crazy. I don't know. I, uh, maybe for Ted or maybe for the Bad Moms movie. Okay, that's true. Yeah, mm. maybe that one. It was fun. Yeah, she's great. I love her. I like when she busts on Russian. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like the sexiest thing ever. She's freaking awesome. She's we're, really cool. We're actually uh, so we're, we're born in the same country. Yeah. But she she's born in uh, Kiev, which is I think like a neighbor. Kiev, yeah, yeah, and then uh, we're Sevastopol, which is kind of 
neighboring. They're all in the Ukraine. Yeah, they're much. all in. <laughs> well, technically it's Russia. Right now, but, yeah. So during the USSR, it was Ukraine? Yeah. Well, I think, is it? Is it well, no, it, it's In the USSR, it was all Russia, and then they broke, broke, yeah, broke yeah, it up yeah. Yeah. after. But now, I don't know, after this whole Well, thing, they had some conflicts right now where uh, Ukraine was trying to be uh, more independent and be like Europe, separate right. from Russia's control, and to say. So there was that whole issue right now. I'm not 100% sure with it's Russia. Like, yeah. I'm sure it's still Ukraine. Right. But uh, that's still going on. That conflict's still going on right now. And then that that Sevastopol part where uh, it's it's like a where the navy is. Yeah. So and I don't even think anybody could go there. So if you're not like a citizen, or if you're not, you have like, to have you, a passport. Yeah, you can't. You, to, you can't yeah. enter. Yeah, it was crazy. But like, I, I, so so so, do you consider consider yourself Ukrainian or Russian? Armenian. Because uh, we so this is how the story. So okay. uh, both of my folks were born in Armenia. Okay. And then uh, my dad, uh, when he went to serve, he went to uh, Ukraine. Okay. So uh, when he got married, he went back again. To and Armenia. then Yeah. No, uh, well, he got married in Armenia, mm-hmm. and then he went back to Ukraine to so serve. So we just lived there. Yeah, they so, and then there. That we were born there, and then we they stayed there for like I think a couple of years. A couple of years, and then we went to Armenia for a year, and then when I was like four, we moved to America. Wow. Came to LA. So do you, are you dual citizens? Do you have your like yeah. Armenian passports? Oh, or no, no, uh, it's uh, Ukrainian. Wow. We have a Ukrainian passport and a U.S. US well, you're passport. a U.S. citizen because if you take your Ukrainian passport and take it there, and I'm like, okay, we're keeping no, you here. Yeah. Right, you're fucking staying. Yeah, you're not coming back. <laughs> you're like, no, dude, I'm American. Yeah. yeah. That's your acting career. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be the biggest. You're gonna be the biggest Armenian like action superstar if you go back. Like, you can just make a bunch of movies. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be. If but still goes that, back and just like blows up. That would be your, very actually, be, yeah. That'd be kind of awesome. Yeah, if you really think about you it, like, but, you, are you fluent in Armenian? Yeah, Armenian, I'm fluent, uh, but uh, Russian, I can't. Like, I I know Nothing. the basics. Like, well, he yes, forgot. no, some bad words, and that's right. pretty much it. So, um, teach me some Armenian bad words. <laughs> Which one do you like to like, use? Just fuck you. Kunamkes. Uh, Kunamkes. Yeah. Kunamkes. But it comes off as kind of harsh too, a little bit when you. Does it? Yeah, but it it doesn't matter. You, you could. It depends on your the way you the way you, you say, say it. Right. Ah, Kunamkes. Yeah. Like, Kunamkes. Yeah. Kunamkes. Yeah. If you say like Yeah. Like, like, like if, straight I roll, up. if I roll down my window and like screamed that on brand, if a car cuts me off, it's gonna be a fight. It's gonna. Yeah. Be, yeah it's sure. not gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's Something is gonna happen. To do that. yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny. Crazy, yeah. I'm I'm mad at my boy Avo because he he doesn't teach me Spanish. Uh, he doesn't teach me Armenian bad words. Avo, <laughs> no. you're a jerk. Yeah, he's my best friend. He's an asshole. Whatever. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, it's cool, man. Though. It's it, it, I, personally, I like to learn like as as much as like different uh, languages if you could, or even like you basic communication and just cultural differences. Like it's yeah, bro, because you grow as a person. You know, like the more you learn. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think, I think, I think as Americans, man, it's like, especially we come from immigrants. Yeah, you know, we're immigrants. Yeah. So it's like we have that beauty that we have, we have that culture. Yeah. That we know we 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 know where we came from. You know, we embrace our cultures. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we have more of it. You know, we're exposed to it. Like Anglo Americans, what they really don't have culture. Yeah. <laughs> when really when you really when you even like go to like restaurants, for example, right? Like L.A. It's all like pretty much what food from different places in in, yeah. the, in the world. That's like, what I love right. about LA. It's like so diverse. You have all the cultures in LA. Right. Like, all the best restaurants and all the highest grade level of restaurants to say. That's yeah. why Do you make it. Armenian food, bro? Uh, it's pretty simple. What's the Armenian pizza thing? 
Oh, Lamajun. It's like the skinny yes. dough. It's like ground beef. Uh, yes. Veggies. But I don't think you made bread. that before. No, right? No. You don't make that, bro? No. <laughs> I, I like it ready when it comes out of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> See, he, he talks like this, bro. But when he, he can make some really good food. Really but good. he doesn't like it. I, I'll do it for fun. But for like work, after like just the experiences I had where it got to the point where yeah. I couldn't just afford to. You were fed up. I'm like, I'm done with this. I'll do it for fun. But as far as the income, it doesn't pay not the bills. Cut it. Yeah. Right. That's for sure. But I, yeah, I totally love cooking. That's some of my favorite food, bro. Yeah. Yeah, like carousel and all that. Like. Oh, you, bro, the restaurant is really popular, man. Though. Yeah. It's good. It's in Glendale, right? The Glendale. Yeah, bro. Do they have another one? There's uh, another one called Alfred's. Is it Alfred's? It's something like Johnny's or it's just a name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alberts or something. It, but that's another Armenian spot. And that oh. spot's good. Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Shout out to my girl Tamar. 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 Yeah. Tamar Abrahamian. She took me there for the first time. I love her. That's my girl. But she's. That food's good, bro. No, it, it's that's what I like about LA. Like in general, it's such a melting pot that whatever you're in the mood for, like you literally could just go stop by. Like I don't know if every state's like that. I I don't know. Like I've, been, I've seen. You know what's funny? I I had some of the best Thai food I ever had in my entire life was in Kansas City, Missouri. Wow. No way. It was nuts. It was nuts. Uh, you travel a lot too, right? Like <clears throat> I had a travel channel show. Oh, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I had a travel channel show. It was a, it was about restaurants, right? It like was about barbecue. Wow. Yeah, dude. How, how long was that? I just season. We got canceled after a season because Whoa. the network is fucking shit. But yeah, <laughs> we did a season of it, and I traveled the world looking for the best barbecue. And That's one of the awesome. and one of the destinations was Kansas City. And you know, my our my field producer was like, "Okay, we're okay, we're gonna we're gonna pick a place to eat. You guys, what do you want?" And we're just like, I was like, it's, I, I don't want barbecue. They're like, okay. <laughs> so she did some research and she found, she's like, okay, she, there's a really good Thai restaurant. I was like, Thai food in Kansas City? Yeah. What the fuck? They don't, it doesn't sound like it goes together, yeah. Bro, no. <laughs> so we go and we, we sit down and we eat. And some of the best curry I had in my, I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. And the best pot thai I've ever had in my entire life. Did you guys film there too? Or? No, no, it was just lunch. Oh, I see. It was Fucking awesome. I was like, the best Thai food I've ever had, Kansas City, <laughs> Missouri. That's crazy. It was man. so good. It's, it's actually pretty shocking when you think about it, because I remember being in Ohio, just going to a, like, a sip, simple thing. Well, I don't know how cheesecake is right now, but back then when it was hot. Right. Like, I remember Cheesecake eating, Factory? Yeah, yeah, Cheesecake Factory, yeah. eating it in Ohio, and it was not the same. Bro, it really wasn't, man. It, it, like, I recently went to Cheesecake Factory. Okay. It was bad. It's gotten worse, bro. It it's it's, it's bad now. Yeah. We went. Me and my girlfriend went. What the a Grove? week ago? Yes. I, Horrible, bro. It's don't, just don't tell me. Did you have the steak? I didn't have steak. Oh, okay. I had. She had the like the chicken and shrimp something. Yeah. And then I had like I had like the chicken masala. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so bad. Like dry. It was bad, bro. No flavor. I was just like. We hadn't been there in a while. Yeah. And we remember, like, this is, we love cheese here. Oh, this yeah, is awesome. it was an incredible place. Bro. It's gotten worse. Horror. And the bread is like, the only thing that's good is the brown bread. <laughs> but they even changed that. It's not the same anymore. Wow. It's gotten they changed something. Yeah. The flour. They changed something, bro. It's bad. Oh, Cheesecake, if you're, Cheesecake Factory, if you're listening to this right now, especially at the Grove. Yeah, man. You need to get it together. So, the food is so bad, man. And the crazy thing about that is, I remember when uh, 
there was this restaurant called Fat Cow, <laughs> which I think Gordon Ramsay owned. Yeah, now that the grove right next to oh no, right next to the, the theater. Yeah. The theater. Yeah. There were some incredible restaurants that don't exist today. Right. That the cheesecake really is still standing there. Right. But, but that fat cow, I don't know why it closed. That was a no, good there, restaurant. There was like there was like some controversy with the waitresses. Oh. Like something happened where there was a lawsuit with the oh. waitresses and there. But also the service, the food was good, but the service was fucking horrible. I remember I remember after a night of eating there. I tweeted Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I was like, dude, I've never been so disrespected in my entire life. Like, I added him, like, at Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and I told all my friends and family, like, retweet that shit, like it. I got, like, maybe, like, I maybe I got, like, 100 likes. Yeah, yeah. And maybe 200 retweets. Wow. Like, it was fucking nuts. So, I, he, I know he saw it. I know. And then, like, a, it was funny because after I sent that tweet, maybe, like, a couple weeks after, months fucking restaurant closed I was, wow. like, crazy, man. I was like was that the reason for them but then i like started reading up i was like no it was a fucking huge lawsuit with the <laughs> wow. so yeah That's that place was good was I, the, the, you, we actually been there once no i think i've been there a couple of oh times. okay yeah, i've been there a couple it was good it's really good man it was, it really, was good. really good it was really good service but sucks. Like, i feel like that location there's been multiple restaurants that yeah bro at least two three you, brother you have to if 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 the rent at the Grove. Oh, yeah. Is ridiculous to where a chain like Cheesecake Factory can afford it. Yeah. But when have you been to that Cheesecake Factory and it's empty? That's never. Never. It's never. never. It's and on bad. average, each table is maybe spending $80, $100, $150, oh, yeah. $200. Minimum, yeah. 100%, Minimum. 100%. Minimum. Because it's if you get desserts, like some right. drinks. It's, yeah, man. It's a wrap, bro. Yeah. That place makes fucking money, bro. But the quality has dropped. Oh, the fucking horrible. But the moment horrible. you become a big brand, they kind of... Uh... No, but that's not... Like, okay, a couple of years ago when I went, my favorite thing on their menu is the steak Diane. Mm. I love that. Yeah. It was amazing before. And then the last two times that I went, last time was with my brother. Horrible. The mashed potatoes were cold. Why? Well, so basically, they didn't keep, I don't know if they kept it on a warmer because the steak was fine, but the the mashed potatoes were cold. Wow. And then I think they got the... Uh, the uh, finish of the steak wrong it was horrible bro. i know he likes this kind of rubbery and i'm like what is this like i'm seriously like Yikes. this it was bad I'm, so that's when you went to the back of the kitchen you started cooking is that when, <laughs> no, is that when you started cooking i, again? I went on yelp and, uh, yeah. oh, oh did you talk yeah. shit are you are, you are you are you are you a yelper i'm really not but like when something really gets to me i'll leave an honest thing and my thing was like, i remember writing something like <laughs> i would enjoy a double whopper more than more than wow. this meal. It was just a bad experience because we were sitting on the balcony and there was, this, I remember this glass being on the right side and it was dirty. I'm like, Cheesecake Factory, clean that, man. That's right. Stuff like that should not They're making happen. them well, 100%. Yeah, bro. Especially at Grove. You know, like it's a, such a attraction of a place. Oh, yeah. You have people from around the world there. Yeah. You got people from the, the UAE there. Uh, you got people from Asia. Like it's a it's a tourist destination. Hundred percent. Like you see those tour buses that line up out there. Always, yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit is crazy, bro. Like, yeah, like they need to get it together. But it's it sucks because there's some amazing restaurants that don't make it. Yeah. Because of that probably. crazy rent, and they don't yeah. make a lot of money because. I, that, that's why they probably. That's, that's the yeah, main. that's the main reason. But the farmer's market's good. Just walk a little bit to the front, and the farmer's market's awesome. I've, I've never gone. You've never been. Oh, bro, the, the, yeah. food, the food at the. Oh, so go, you could have like meals just for like bro, go, anything. Go, next time you go to the Grove, yeah, be like, hey man, Chewy told me to go to the farmer's market. Go to the farmer's market. Okay. They have everything you want. They have French food. They have Middle Eastern food. They have no Japanese food. Way. They have Spanish food. 
they have wine bar there. They it's freaking. Wow. Nice. They have a they have a donut shop there. They have a donut <laughs> shop in the farmers market. But still, they got a donut shop. Oh right wow, donuts. Is that your weakness? Donuts, ice, like sweets. <laughs> yeah, bro. Too, bro. If if I if I didn't work out, I know, bro. You look like I'd me. Blow up, no, yeah, bro. You yeah. you look good still. Bro. He would look like me. <laughs> no, nah, you look good too. <laughs> Funny thing, actually, I always lost weight. Um, I gained it back, of course, as you could tell. But <laughs> bro, this guy's the crazy fluctuator of weight. Okay, in Ohio, he got to like 308, and he's like 5'11. He got yeah. to like 308, I remember. He was really bad because all he did was like fucking play poker and eat. Yeah, he partied and eat, bro. That was his life over there. It's, like, hard, it's hard work. <laughs> grab white women. That's all <laughs> Harassing white ladies. <laughs> but like, and then, so he, at, at that moment, he's like, shit, like, you know, it's getting bad. So he stopped, bro. He lost. A hundred pounds. Really? Well, when you go to the store and to, like size forty two is not fitting you, or size forty four is giving you problems, we and you're looking mall, at big, big bro, and tall, you're like, Shit, we went to the mall. Really they, what was it like forty two or forty four pounds? I think he was looking at. Well, it wasn't fitting him. That's fucking. That's that's that that's that wake up like okay, oh, you, yeah, need, you just, need to chill out. You're at the bottom line. He went from right. three oh eight to like two oh five. How did you do that, bro? Three months. How, how did you do that? Serious Were you secretly doing diet. meth? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, serious, serious diet. I really controlled the portions. That was the biggest thing. I exercised at home. I didn't even go to the gym. Wow. Like body weight exercises. And every other day. So it was like nothing serious. I just did simple workouts, just keeping going. Yeah, but wasn't it more like a kind of? It wasn't starving, but like but it's, it, it was but, soup diets, pretty much, right? But that's but 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 it's it's tougher, like culturally. Yeah. You guys, you. Eating is fucking you it, celebratory. It is Same hard. here. Yeah. yeah. Lat, Latins, we love to get together and fucking eat. And if you tell your grandma and grandpa, no, I'm not going to have that third plate, they want to go somewhere and cry. Like I they, know what you're saying, 100%. Yeah. Who's the best cook in your family other than that guy? Uh, who get who gets down I'm, in the kitchen? I'm gonna say, okay. I'm gonna tell you the truth. My mom was is really amazing yeah. to making unique foods. Not now, not as much. Yeah. But like in the past, don't like, let her hear this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> What's your mom's name? Elmira. Elmira. I'm yeah. Sorry. Turn 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 it off. Turn the podcast off now. Bro, yeah, she would make like sweets from scratch. Like she would make our birthday cakes from scratch. Like, and I'm yeah, talking about like, kid, we would get that and it would look like you bought it at like a bakery. Like amazing. But now I don't know. Like she, well, as you're getting older, like maybe yeah. it's gone. Your tough. taste yeah. buds go away, and your salt increases, and yeah, yeah. Right, 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 it's not right, right, put right. anyone on blast. But, but that's funny. Yeah, but she was amazing. Like she I really made story. good. I have a funny story. So my <laughs> great, my my my, the women in my family are great cooks. The men in my family are great cooks. The women get down in my family. Yeah. So, um, my great grandparents are from northern Mexico, and we had a huge like green chili farm. So green chilies everywhere. Like, my great-grandfather would roast green chilies on the side of the, like, in front of our, the huge ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sell them, like, like a farmer's market style, like, on the side of the road. So, people would stop and he would, wow. he would like, roast their green chilies, nice. put them in big sacks, and they would take them home. So, and he made cheese. He made homemade cheese. Wow. He, like, everything we That's... ate on that property came from the land. The most organic. Yeah, like, incredible. organic. Bro, it came, the cow we ate, the carne asada we had, the steaks we had were from the property. We never went to the grocery store. That's crazy, man. That's like, it was nuts. It was great. And, but as they got older, they kind of lose their touch, like you said. Yeah. So there was one time my great grandmother, rest her soul, and she's in heaven right now. I love you. Um, sorry for telling you the story. <laughs> so she, she made the most amazing tamales, like, wow. in every flavor, bro, like pork, chicken, beef, yeah. pineapple. 
Oh, that's interesting. Raisins with cinnamon. Wow. Oh, crazy, like dessert ones. I don't think I've ever tried like Bro, that. Bro, okay, next time my mom comes and she makes tamales, you're going to come over and have tamales. Sam. We're going to do a show and we're going to eat tamales. 100%. <laughs> um, but my great-grandmother... My great grandmother was making the tamales, and she like kind of lost her, lost her sense. She just added there was so much salt oh. in the tamales, so she put salt in the masa. Yeah. And then when they were done, we all grabbed because we were so excited. Oh my god, <laughs> grandma made like five dozen, yeah, six dozen tamales. <laughs> so everybody, all the grandkids, taking a bite. Yeah. They were so salty and bad, bro. <laughs> Nobody wanted to break her heart, but my 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 aunt, she was just like, "Ah, oh, how much salt did you put in these?" <laughs> it broke her heart. It broke her heart. That's, it's yeah. tough because like they they still do it with the same passion, but like it's it, it does get harder for them. They lose like, their they, touch, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lose their touch. They get older. It's crazy, man. Though. It's but, unfortunate. Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. But that's why they teach us. How to do it, and exactly. it's kind of like. But do you, do you can you cook yourself? Like oh, bro, I get down, yeah. I get down. Yeah, yeah. I love I love like making mole. I love, I do tamales. I make tortillas at home. Everything from scratch. Or? I can make scratch. Yeah, bro. Wow, man. Yeah, that's, bro. That's really good. So my girlfriend's in fucking heaven, and she <laughs> she's the whitest white woman on the planet, but she loves Mexican food. That's her favorite. So when I make Mexican food, she's like, oh my god, this is the best. <laughs> I'm not. She she hasn't gone anywhere. She stays at home. That's the best, bro. Honestly, like I, I'd rather have home cooked meals than like going out on. Of course. Because it's better if you make it yourself, and yeah. I'll tell you why. Because uh, if you're a person that like, I'll say myself as an example, you eat more when you have something ready. Right. But if you're prepping something, you're cooking something. By the time it comes to eat it, you just eat just enough and you're done. Right. Why is that? It's just you get tired of you get beat up cooking. Yeah, right. That's why you get. It's the I process. guess you don't like it. I think that's why my mom would always like cook her ass off and like all, like very seldomly sit and eat with us. We'd be like, Mom, sit down. Yeah. Like, come eat with us. Like, what are you doing? And she's just like, Oh, I'm just cleaning. No, like, sit down yeah. and have some. And she would just have like a little bit. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. Bye. Like, that's really, the best mom? way. That's how you stay thin, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's the portions, though, bro. It is. Well, it's, that's, it's the main thing. It's the portions, bro. That's what I think, we, like, culturally, we have a problem with. That oh, we portion? Go, Bro, I, I go, okay, when my mom makes, a, like, a meal, like, I, I sit down to eat, it's, like, this huge plate, right. but, like, it's, like, packed, Yeah. whether it's rice, whatever it may be. I'm it's, like, see, it's rice, bro. Like, four people can literally eat stuff. that plate, bro. It's see, I, I love rice. Yeah. I love tortillas. I love pasta. I love rice, bro. They taste really good. I love pita bread. I love rice, bro. Every kind of rice. Every type. I agree. Like, there's this place called the Pita Cafe by my house. Oh, I think I, I, I might don't have know been what there. Yeah, sauce yeah, yeah. they put on it, bro. Like, crazy. Even like Indian food, like Indian food with the rice. Yeah. When they put this, the curry on it's like oh, a big, huge it. thing of rice, and it's just they put the curry on top. It's fuck. <laughs> Amazing, man. I know. But it's bad. It's, it's bad. And it, but again, it, it, the portions. If you have yes, a little bit, it's on you're the good. But if you're going to go. Freaking nuts like a madman. That's when it's bad. Yeah. No. Honestly, I think if you have everything good, like small portions. Right. Even like desserts or snacks, whatever it may be, I think you're you're, you're okay as long as you. Well, of course, your stuff. body burns off the sugars harder than anything else, but right. but you got to get some activity in you. Like you can't just be sitting down. Like like I when I work my day job. Yeah. I'm sitting down the All whole day. day, bro. Yeah. And like and, recently, you're, and you're grazing. 
It's yeah. yeah, and then like I don't even move. I, I I started lately getting up to do stretches now, just so I could like get some blood flow. It's, okay. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so I recently I started CrossFit, so I'm trying to get more in shape now. Okay. So it's intense the CrossFit. But I've seen you with your clothes off. You're pretty buff, bro. <laughs> I don't know what is it about your brother, but you would do scenes with, that would require him to take his clothes off. <laughs> this guy was always naked in some scene. Yeah, I was just waiting for the moment. Like seriously, I think he had like two, three scenes where he's just like naked. It's like, why does he still get all these fucking? He's always in a wife beater in his box. It's fucking hilarious, bro. And, that, and meanwhile, I'm like in a big ass coat. I was like, nobody wants, <laughs> nobody wants to see. The teacher clearly doesn't want to see me naked. <laughs> Hilarious. But the funny thing about him is his personal personality is the opposite of that. Yeah. He's. I would say he's shy, or he's not. <coughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Like I, I feel like I'm more kind of. I used to be more antisocial. Like yeah. I was really at. Like you, when you first saw me, like I'm quiet to myself. You're I quiet. Usually, I'm like that, but then like. When I get to but know, then I sat next to you and I was like, "Hey, what's up, bro? How yeah, you doing?" Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet and then you. I, I open up, right. like, uh, you know. But I, I like, like, like you're very open, bro. Like, okay. So what I what I really like about you, Chewie, you're bro? you're very down to earth. Like you, honestly, you you've been on TV, like you yeah. you've been on shows, you've did a whole bunch of projects, and but like you're you're so like. Like I'm, I'll, I'll give you a good. So I I call you for 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 the podcast. Right? Yeah. You, you're like no problem. I'm like you know like. <laughs> You told me to come. It's, I'm here. It's it's very like I feel honored like in a way, and I'm I'm I very feel honored too. Yeah, bro, no joke. Like I really appreciate, and I really like people like that, that's more down to earth like that. Like, you just have to in be this humble. industry because I've seen that's a lot the main of thing. Like in, you gotta in, be, bro. Yeah, you gotta be because I think it all. For me, it's always like I've never forgotten where I've, I came from, and yeah, it could all be gone tomorrow. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and I could be in that situation again, you know? Yeah. So if, 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 if I'm on my way to the top or whatever, if I'm yeah. on my way, you know, to achieving all these massive goals that I've set for myself and I fuck over so many people on my way up, like what kind of, what, like what the fuck, you know, it's like, yeah. that's the wrong way to go about oh, things. Oh yeah. You know? and eventually I feel like it's going to catch up with you. I don't Absolute, care if you're yeah. the executive son right, or whatever. Right. Hollywood is just going to, there's going to be a point where you're going to say, you know what? Right. Especially, you're, like, you're out. You're out of here. And, 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 and check this out when you're on your way out and down. Oh, you're not. All those, back. all those people, all those people that you fucked or you were an asshole to, they seen you on your way down and you're like, help. Like, they'll be like, fuck <laughs> you, buddy. Yeah. Fuck you! It's karma, bro. Oh, yeah, it is. So it is, man. That's I what believe got, in that. Karma, I, I, especially. And I believe you got to pay it forward, man. You got to pay it forward, man. It's true. You got to all the time. Don't be an asshole. Really? No, I. That's that's really like I feel like even for me, like just a lot of people, it it their their thing is egos. Like they have a lot of big mm-hmm. egos. Like even like in different acting classes, like oh, I've, totally. I've been in, bro. Like, it was funny because there was some egos in class. Big time. But it's funny because I'd get some of the egos from some people in there, yeah. and then they find out what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and then they find out who I am. Yeah. Or like, you know, with a little bit of fame that I have, yeah. and then they're like totally fucking different. No, motherfucker, you showed me who you were no, from the get, so 100%. don't change now. Yeah. I saw who you really were, bro. Yeah. I agree. And I love that. I see. I love that. No, of like, course. No, no, fuck you. Get out of here. But and then the thing is, like, see, some of the some of the people, like, they might have done even a small project, and they're sure. Like, I don't don't like. For me, I I look at it like this, like, why, like, why is there a need for that ego? Like, just I feel like the more humble you are, the the better it'll be for you. I don't know. Absolutely, I believe that too. But it's also like when ego is the root of that, brother, is insecurity. 
Yeah, and true. people are just insecure, and people don't don't fucking know what when their next fucking paycheck is gonna come. Yeah. So they feel they have to like act a certain keep way this, to uh, keep this front. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. I, don't, I have zero time. I have zero time and zero patience for yeah. that, bro. Because you know what? At the end of the day, we're all the same fucking people. We all piss oh, and yeah. shit the same way, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know? 100%. That's it, bro. That's it. That 100%. is it. I agree. And if anybody tells you otherwise, Vasil, you tell them to come see me. You got it. <laughs> Kick their ass. 100%. Give them a nice slap. <laughs> So what are you doing re recently? Are you taking any classes, Chewy? Or I'm not, bro. I'm not taking class right now. Um, after our class we took, yeah. Basil, I kind of took a little pause because, to be honest, that class kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. At the end, I just felt like I was getting dicked around, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I'm just taking a little pause from the scene study. If I do go back to a scene study class, it'll probably be Brian Reese because yeah. I'd been to Brian Reese before and it was an awesome class. And you said that was an on ca on camera, right? That one. Sometimes he oh. would record you sometimes, oh, but it was like cold reads. Oh. So you would arrive. So it's really good, like kind of like audition. It's, it's an audition. Right? Yeah. That's real life, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's real life. That's yeah. the best experience. It's real life. He gives you a scene. He says, "Go outside." He gives like you a he, par he, par he partners you up. Yeah. Go outside. Go outside. And, and, and you're like, whoo! That like that gets you going, bro. 100%. It's not like they give you a scene and you do it for four or five weeks. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Of it's not, I feel like it. See, like in a real world <laughs> audition type of thing, like you you need an audition class. You need to be right. like like it, they give you this a brand new scene. 15, right. 20 minutes, work on it, and go in. Well, it sounds Great. like that's the only class you would need if, if well, you're getting right. hands-on experience. Your, your experience right. as a class where it's set up like like, audition. I feel like, I don't know, Troy, if you've done any, have you done improv class? Have, yeah. Where, where'd you go? A long time ago, I took an improv class at, Jesus, it was it was a long time ago. It was like a f small theater in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. I was like in college. Nice. Yeah, How, how'd you like it? Did you like it was it? awesome. It was a long time ago. I, I I recently w uh, went to Groundlings. Okay. I did their beginner workshop. I wasn't really good. Really, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like it. Yeah, it, you told me that. I was yeah, thinking, was, after you told me that, I was all, hmm, I was thinking about it. Well, it's really. You know what it is? I feel it, like it, it keeps you like improv. Like it keeps you on your toes. Like right. you're not you're not in your head because it's uh, it's not scripted or anything. Right. So it's just flowing. But, and you're in your head. I'm in my head. Big yeah. Time, bro. yeah. See just, me. I'm like the. I don't give a fuck. Just like, no, I've seen, bro. Right. And that's what that's what throws me off too when I'm in my scenes. It, right. You're still you in your work head. Yeah, just bro, in your head. I told I would tell you sometimes it's just dude, just let loose, man. That's what I tell him all the time. Just let loose. That's his biggest problem. Yeah. You have to let loose. Like, I don't know, the way I see it now is I've been on a reality TV show audition where it was just stupid. You're in a room with twenty people. Right. Everyone's auditioning for a similar character, right. which is so awkward. But right. um, you have the casting director, the person who's operating the camera. Anyways, if you could act in front of all those people and you get your uh, nervousness out, then it just becomes second nature. I right. feel like it becomes easier for you, and you just be yourself. Well, Absolutely. the more the more you do it, I think the the more you'll well, open up. Of course, up, that of helps. Course. But the experience uh, is gonna be your. And I and I liked I liked what was it the the introduction class to Spicer the oh the audition technique no not the audition the no, the, no, uh, the technique class technique the, class the techni technique that yeah, was yeah. fun that was really fun yeah that was that was fun that was uh Shannon's yes Shannon's yeah she's awesome yeah she is she is she's, she's awesome. really cool. It was um, fun. But that was a fun class. Yeah, we moved up pretty much at the same time. I yeah, think, we right? at the same time. Yeah, I think then, you you moved up maybe a week after me. Yeah, you, yeah, you moved yeah. up and Something then like, like yeah, you're yeah. a week and then I moved up and you're like, ah, 
<laughs> that was an ego talking. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what I a don't jerk. have an ego. What we a moved jerk. up at the same time. <laughs> Actually, no, Chewy. I was there before, I was there before you. Before yeah. you. <laughs> he was ahead of you one week. <laughs> That's funny. So, if, are you going back to scene study? Um, you need you know, to. Yeah. I, I need to too. No, you know what I want to do, honestly. Which cl- I, I so I did the improv. Okay. I want to do a like a audition technique. Yeah. I really want to go back, and uh, I don't know if. You heard of uh, Margie Haber? She's no. really popular. I, I did it before, I think a year or two ago. Was it good? Yeah, it was cool, man. Like So so what happens is you'll go, they'll give you a scene. You'll go outside for 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. And then you go inside, they film you. You do your thing. And then you sit down. And then when everybody's done, you watch it. Wow. And then you get critiqued. Jesus. And then you go out again. And you work on it, and then you come back with the critique they gave you, and it's it's really good because you get to. See is it yourself. the teacher critiquing or the whole class? The teacher will critique you, and then uh, sometimes they'll ask for like uh, if if anybody wants to chime in. Or right. But but uh, I'll be like, anybody want to chime in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Shut up. <laughs> it's usually the guy that's chiming in is the person that hates you for some reason. <laughs> exactly, and and you know it's funny you say that because that's the problem I had with the last scene study class we took. Like, I loved our scene study teacher, but she kind of let this other student that was in, like, the scene study three class, like, chime in. Yeah. And that bugged me because I was just like, shut the fuck up, dude. You're a student. I didn't pay all this money to hear you critique. I paid money to hear her critique. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And she kind of let him, like, run with it. And I don't like it. I didn't like it. I kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. And that's why I decided to just, like drop it and leave. Break, yeah yeah but no that that audition technique class bro, it, what i like about it is when when you watch yourself like uh do the audition i hate watching yeah. but it's good because you get to see like the little uh like you might have a weird reaction when right. you do it or you but might I, move around too much I, I feel that's like my you, problem that's the, like you see it and then okay and then you when you catch it you're like okay the second time around you you could change it or you work on it nice. but so that way when you go to audition two, there is two different sides to that because I feel like even today a director won't let you play the video village and show the actor what they just filmed uh, they that's the biggest mistake. well the, right. the, but, and I right. feel like it's good to know where your uh, weakness is and improve but yeah. watching yourself you might I don't know it might go to a wrong I direction no yeah, I think so too yeah. I think so too. He's right. And I he never listened to me. I, he doesn't like, listen. He's an asshole. <laughs> Your brother an like asshole. Been, I guess it's the older brother situation. But. Eagle. There you go. Here oh, we go. Shit. I graduated before you, Joey. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I appreciate notes from casting. Like yesterday, my audition yesterday for well, Westside they, they Story. Gave notes? That's they gave amazing, me notes. They gave me notes. They gave me notes, and then they had me do it again. Well, that's it. And then lot. they were like, "That's the take." I was just like, "Fuck." Give me the role. Give me. That would be amazing. Though. That's that'd crazy, be amazing. Bro. But yeah. I know, I know so many people that have gone out for this role. So I don't yeah, know. yeah, it's, it's gonna We're happen. We'll and in the audition, like you actually had to sing, right? For, I sang, bro. That's crazy. It's a musical, The West Side well, Story. That, that's what I tell this guy. He he tells me like, oh, don't you sell yourself short. Do this, do that. I'm like, that's my motivation. And then this guy. He's like one per. He's he's a mono. That's what he is. Mm. I'm one. Okay. Well, I can't. I don't have a singing voice. Like I don't think I could. I ever. think you could, bro. Yeah. But he he used to know, play like, the uh, keyboard, like piano. And now he brought really? it, and I'm yeah. like, you better study that. Can you read music? I used to, bro. bro. I used to. I've completely forgot. I've completely forgot. I, 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 but I, I bought a keyboard. I've 
I bought it like maybe seven, eight months ago. Okay. I bought it so I could start practicing and learning again. I practiced for like And he learned how to days. turn on the power pretty much. Two days. And that was it. <laughs> I started practicing uh, uh, on YouTube. They had the... Uh, tutorials. Uh, like tutorial, but it was for um, uh, the Mask Off song by... Okay. Uh, it's a rapper. I will not. Future? Future. Yeah. The, but the piano, like just the beginning part mm-hmm. of it, I learned like the first... Six notes, nice. and I never st- I stopped that. Uh, could you remember those six notes now? Yeah, I do. I actually do. No, that one I do. Shit. Yeah, but like, that's it. Though, like, I, I wish I, I had never... a keyboard to pull it out so you could like. I thought that was where you were going with it. <laughs> You're gonna bust out a Casio, and he's gonna go nuts. So what? What, what are we? What are you gonna name the show, you guys? Okay. So Two armos and a mic. Like, what? it's basically three way <laughs> podcast, and three-way the whole podcast. thing about it is when one on one discussions get too boring. Yeah. Three three way. Okay. It sounds provocative. It sounds disgusting. Because yeah. <laughs> you got to get it kind of spicy and people can get interested, I guess. True. <laughs> Three-way, huh? Three-way podcast. Three-way podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah, bro. That's well, hilarious. Thank you so much. Thank we, you very we really much appreciate for coming you coming on here. I, I wish you the best. Anytime, man. And I hope to hear that you, you booked this. Oh, you're going to book it. I, I really do. I want to see you what, on TV or like thank you, film, bro. bro. You from your from your mouth, bro. To God's ears, I you know when you audition for something, you work hard, you audition, and you forget about it. That's yeah. just my thing. Like yeah. you audition, you're like, I did the best I could, 100%. and that's it. Move on. Like yeah. it's so tough, bro. But you got to do it. It just hurts when you. It. it, it I, I've I've really wanted something, and then I I really. It's like it's so funny because the shit I work really really hard at. And I really, really want. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. It's the shit that I don't prepare for. Like really. And then I was like, I fucking you get it. it. Yeah. That's weird. Hilarious. Like this. Oh, that's crazy, man. Maybe but I. But I. But I worked. I. I really. I worked, dude. I worked with a vocal coach for this for fucking that. audition. Nice. Yeah, also, you got it like in like what a couple of days, a week in advance. Or? No, I got it like three days. Oh wow! That's but still... what my audition was yesterday, which was Friday. I got the sides Wednesday. Wow. So that night. I got I got on the phone we we I on the, with the vocal coach we were on FaceTime. Wow! And she was playing the notes for me already. Boom 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 boom. Here we go tonight. Like I was already like saying. That's that. crazy. <laughs> wow! But see, you got like a good voice for it. Bro. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Um, like you have it's a okay. good voice for it, bro. Seriously. You're you're good, dude. The ceiling's just being nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's, but, but hey, man, if I do get it, you guys are gonna come to the world premiere. Oh, th- I would love that, bro. I wanna I wanna yeah. be there to cheer you on, man, Thanks, for brother. sure. You need to be in shit too, bro. I'm trying, man. I, I got, I got. So I'm, I just signed to a new management, so I'm hoping. Oh, to... Here we go. <laughs> an- <laughs> an- another, hum- another humble brag from the city. <laughs> Jesus but Christ. no, like honestly, this over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I, I wish, like I could get, like all I want to do is just go out there, like just more. I, I audition. More what would be like your dream role other than Wolverine? Because I could see you playing Wolverine oh, or something. Man, like, That'd be fucking. Fun. If I, we ever do like an X Men parody, you have to be Wolverine. Um. Bro, we gotta like do a, like a parody type of thing, bro. We gotta do like something like. Dude, There's do you not, do there... your skits like. Uh, I do, I do. do. When I have time, I do. Yeah. I, I love doing that shit. Bro, you're, uh, the last thing I saw was that the that Pepsi, Pepsi one, the Pepsi, bro. That yeah, was... I destroyed. I like had a cup of. I had like a you know like the Kendall Jenner commercial with the Pepsi. Yep. So I you had got, like controversy. Yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah, like, yeah. I had like a Pepsi. I saw the commercial. Like, oh my god, we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stop police vibe, police brutality. 
So I get the Pepsi. I walk down the street. I see a cop. I try to hand him a Pepsi. He just kicks my ass. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's great. It's we gotta do something. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And I gotta like, but like for me, like I feel like a dream role would be I don't know, like something more like nothing that's stereotypical. Like I would like to do something that's like like an indie movie, for example. Yeah. Like something that means something. I don't know. What would be stereotypical to you? I I hate how Middle Easterns are portrayed. Like, like uh, for example, film, I'm like, like a, I mean, I'm, I'll, I will take it. I'll take pretty much anything. I'll, but like, but what you're I'm like, saying, I hate stereotypes, but, uh, but I'll be a bomber if you really want oh, me yeah. to be a bomber. Like, like the bad guy, for example, like, right. like the thug number one or something. Right. Like, I would, oh, I've I'll, played I'll, a thug would, many times. Yeah, like I would happily do that right. just to like. I could be. I could, no, I could see you being an attorney. I would. I could see you being like an FBI agent. Because you those you. those those straight like dry roles, yeah, I yeah. know you'd be really good at, but I would really like to see you do comedy, like some funny shit, bro. I would I would love to attempt that shit, but I would that would be a challenge for me. The hundred percent, that'd be the fun. Comedy, the hundred percent. He's like, that's a ten years goal. No, no, no. I, I don't do right. that. I would love look. I would love to. That's why I'm trying to do like since it's it's harder for you to get out and uh, like audition or whatever or book something. I'm like. We got to start doing our own things. That's why, like my oh, brother, yeah, you gotta he writes. Contact. He writes. Uh, he's he's trying to write more stuff. Like he That's he good, just bro. did like a screen like a full screenplay. Oh, not just. It's my. What seven, is this? I'm working on the seventh draft and. Uh, yeah, he, he writing, rewrote it. Writing is easy. When I first started school, is writing for me is easy. I hate typing. Oh. I hate it. Are you a good typer? Uh. 20 words per minute, maybe? No. Don't <laughs> take off. Forget it. Forget it. Was about to... <laughs> like, bro, he, he, the thing about it, him. The. <laughs> With the one finger, right? Spell it. Period. Yeah. yeah. And I have the problems where it's like, our fingers are fat, so we hit like two letters. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not a quick typer, but uh, yeah, I, I, I could type. Uh, I like. Well, it's not trouble as a student. You're like, damn, how am I going to write 120 pages, which is the standard, or 100 pages? Now it's like, how am I going to shorten 130 pages? Right. But it's the breaking down and like, what was it? You had the the formats uh, on how you do it. What was it? Well, it's, it's the not order? a format thing. It's uh, when it comes down to rewriting is the hardest part as a writer. Yeah. And taking out scenes, you you really can't be too stuck with your script because right. you have to be open and changing stuff. For you us. have to be very flexible, and you you have to be very flexible, especially if you're writing it for a network. Oh yeah. Or if you're writing it for a producer specifically or a network, they're just gonna dissect it. And oh like, yeah. This wouldn't even happen. Like, are you serious? This is this is the character development. Like, oh my god, because that's your baby. Oh yeah. And it's like, to have a motherfucker going there with a fucking red marker and say <laughs> this would never happen. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I feel like you're kind of forced. Well, not forced, but if if you want to be in the business, yeah, you have to to a certain degree. Right. You have allow it to happen. Find you different have to be, outlets. You have to be open. So, yeah. so 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 answer me this. So you know, with the success of Crazy Rich Asians, which was a great movie. I gotta see that movie. Hilarious. Bro. Is it? You saw it. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. What would be the Crazy Rich Asian version, like Armenian version of that? Or what would you, being Armenian? Yeah. What would you like to see? You know the portrayal of your people. What would be the translation to the big screen or the small screen? What would you want to see? Something more? like that. That's um, not the Kardashians. <laughs> I don't. I, I swear that the comparison I, I, is. I feel like uh, um, one thing. One big problem about Armenians is, of course, they're. It's very old tradition still. Right. It reminds me a lot which, of like Italian culture too. Like where where they're so. kind of portrayed mm -hmm. the same way. Like it's right. either like blue collar worker or like right. the. 
criminal element, I guess. Right. Well, that's but. the movies there. All my buddies, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Hollywood stereotype we see today. Right. But I feel like a great Armenian movie would be uh, that. The traditional aspect. But of the like, traditional. What, like marriage, for example. Like, I would love to see, like, culturally, because Armenians. Because you guys are American. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys oh, are yeah. American. Oh, oh yeah. pretty much, bro. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're out, if we go to Armenia, we're outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're looking at you like, what the fuck are these guys? They're going to call us Americans. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. But So to see that your experience, your American experience, but being Armenian yeah. and experiencing what you experience with your family on a daily and what you experience with your society and with your family and your mom and dad and your aunts, uncles, grandma, because I would love to see that dynamic. That's a dynamic yep. oh, yeah. that I've never seen. Yeah. Ever. That, that's That'd be really fucking good. funny. Yeah. Kind of like a my big fat Greek yeah, exactly. wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's Something very, like exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the culture similarities are, are pretty big, especially like Greek and, uh, well, Greek. It's a lot well, of, have a lot of Armenians that are, uh, per, like certain, well, we have certain percentage of Greek in. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. A lot of them, yeah. Right. As far as Armenian America, just uh, kind of having the culture there, but yeah. being able to really not break apart from that, just, uh, I don't know, experience it in a different way, not that old tradition way. But no, right. like, just to show, like, the, the traditions of, like, how, like, for example, like, marriage, like, okay, so he, the screenplay that he was talking about rewriting a couple of times, mm. it's actually about that, that the culture of, of like, awesome. how, how uh, like, uh, a guy and girl. Well, I don't want to give it away. Well, but it, it, it was a, basically uh, what, what it is. They have premarital sex, and uh, the family forces them to get married. But after my recent, uh, I have friends. Who, uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say with my recent experience yeah, of no. having premarital <laughs> sex, <laughs> I'm gonna get married. And are you, are you the thirty year old? Certain way to make it marketable for uh, the audience mm -hmm. in the U.S. So I feel like uh, I'm taking that idea, but uh, making it more marketable. Right. I think before all those notes and before that, that that draft you're about to do, making it more marketable, I say you take a scene or a couple scenes from that screenplay you wrote and you shoot it yourself. Yeah. And you put that shit on YouTube and it becomes a series. That's actually yeah, that's interesting too. I think you should do that. And then you have some, and then you make all these scenes. You fucking produce it yourself. You finance oh, yeah. it yourself. You do it yourself. You fucking edit that motherfucker together. You put this shit in some music at some film festivals. Oh yeah, that, bro. And that's all you, bro. Oh yeah, that that's definitely the market. Oh, and that's what I've been telling him. I'm like, if okay, you're gonna sit and wait for someone to knock on your door. You could definitely go on audition stuff, and if you're actor, you right. must do that. Right. But you also have you to be work proactive, and yeah. you have to produce content if you want to reach that right. goal. A lot of people get noticed from their own content, actually. So it's not. Right. It's not necessarily like sitting and planning to do something. It's yeah. more like, yeah, you sit and plan to a certain degree, but you're not. You have to produce content. You have to do stuff eventually, or else you could sit all day and nothing will happen. I don't know. Yeah, like I would. I, we could write some stuff together, man. Let's do some funny videos, man. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm down. I'm serious. Like I need to like get be more like just put more material out there. Like I Let's was talking to him about like doing like YouTube skits too. Yeah. Like we thought about that. Yeah. Like. We actually did one. We took. We were in Big Bear. Uh, we filmed a little skit. It was, just, yeah, it was like a little, little spoof, like a, uh, yeah. little silent film type thing mm -hmm. of a big. We did uh, like a black and white. Like there's no lines. Like it's it's uh it's subtitles. subtitles. Awesome. Yeah. So we're like, let's do it all old school like that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's about it's this Bigfoot type Bigfoot thing. Bigfoot there. Right. It was crazy. And he plays 
two, three for different roles. It was something it, we it shot was, in an it hour. It was me as me, and then it was me with the Bigfoot character. We got dressed up as a Bigfoot. Yeah, it was a Halloween costume. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> it was funny, It's bro, a big yeah. cheese puff of movie. Yeah, it was, but, it was uh, cheesy, but like... We actually put in a festival, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But that's where I'm at. I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to reach my goal in other ways, too, but I'm not going to like just do it that way. I'm going to start producing content, and eventually it's going to become quality. Because I look at some of the work i written when I first started, and I read it now. I'm like, that's crap. Right. It sucks. Right. I can't imagine I why the hell I emailed that way back when to someone right. else. <laughs> right, right, right. But uh, that's, funny. that's the only way you improve. Uh, you get better at it. You read, you write. Same thing with acting. You keep fresh. And keep reading. Keep, keep reading it. scripts. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Going to class. That's all the, that shit. That's the way to do it. Right. No, 100%. Yeah, we got to do some stuff together. No, for fun. sure, bro. I'm, I'm down. That'd be I'm fun. Down. For sure. Some Armenian Latin shit. 100%. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious, I think, yeah, actually. Bro. For real. Like, small skits, 100%. Doing it. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, for having me. Honored to have you here, as especially yeah. my first guest. So this first is, one, man. Thanks, you guys, for having me. This was fun.